Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. One of the most respected and experienced broadcasters in the industry, this is The Roy Green Show. Follow me on Twitter at the Roy Green Show. At the Roy Green Show, I would like to uh, just exchange thoughts with you and uh, you know tweets and uh, communicate with one another that way during the week. Uh, at the Roy Green Show, emails are Roy at RoyGreenShow.com and the webpage is RoyGreenShow.com as well. And uh, you can subscribe to my podcast wherever you find podcasts, and that includes, of course, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, and TuneIn. Or again, go to the webpage, RoyGreenShow.com. Let's go to your calls at 800-263-2428 after we hear briefly from the two men. I'm asking you to tell me who is the better leader between the two of them. I'm sounding like Gerald Butts. Uh, First, here is Donald Trump. Allowing millions and millions of people to come in to Europe uh, is very, very sad. I think you're losing your culture. All right, so there's Trump, and that's one of the most controversial statements that he's made over the last week. And from last week, when he was mired in controversy, here's our prime minister, Justin Trudeau. There is an awakening going on, and uh, uh, we need to take opportunities to continue to reflect on it. This is something that I've been uh, involved in for well over 20 years in my student activism and in, uh, in the outreach that I've done. Uh, And there's always more to do and more to reflect on. So I'm not going to say anything else. There they are. Let's go to your calls at 800-263-2428. Who do you prefer as a leader, Justin Trudeau or Donald Trump? Julie's in Winnipeg. Hi, Julie. Hi, Roy. Thank you. I uh, really enjoy your show. Thank you. I just wanted to say that I absolutely agree with Donald Trump. Uh, Justin Trudeau is an absolute embarrassment and I'm just ashamed to have him as a prime minister. He just doesn't even see what's going on around him. So no equivocating from you, Julie. Thank you so much for your call. Donald Trump is a leader, and Justin Trudeau, says Julie, is an embarrassment. 800-263-2428. Lines are busy, but as soon as somebody hangs up, that, of course, means one of the lines gets opened up. Tom is in Sutton, Ontario. Tom, who do you like? Hi, Roy. Um, I guess based on my previous calls, you know who I like, and that's obviously Mr. Trump. I'm. I just. I said to your screener, uh, I'm on Facebook there, and I'm on several. They're anti-Trudeau, anti-liberal groups. Roy, I can tell you right now, the anger is growing big time. People are, you know, he's a traitor. He's open border policies. It's not right. And uh, Mr. Trump. This is what you're hearing and seeing online. Yes, sir. And Listen, you're not telling me anything that I don't hear. People are getting angry. People, and, and, they, and they are. Tom and I appreciate the call. Go easy on the traitor stuff. I say that only because you think of the term. Now, there are things that Justin Trudeau said that upset me, like Canada is the world's first post-nation state. That doesn't sound very patriotic to me. 
and we're not. And if we're patriotic about Canada, that doesn't mean that we're tethered to some kind of alt-right philosophy. I don't even know what alt-right is supposed to be. They throw all these terms around. I just ignore them. Just ignore them. You can make your own decisions. You can make your own assessments based on the performance of the individuals you're assessing. It's your call. Nobody else's. When you step in to vote, it's your call. Nobody else's. We still have freedom of speech. There's something worth fighting for. David in Richmond Hill, Ontario. How are you, David? Good. Thanks. The question is almost infuriating because how do you compare someone that says he's willing to reintegrate people from ISIS into Canada and a person that stood in front of a university body and said if a terrorist commits an act, an act of terrorism that they get to keep their Canadian citizenship. Right. And it's just preponderous to think that anyone could support this person. And everyone's taking shots at Trump, but the truth, the truth, truth is now the new hate speech. And talk about free speech. Well, Mr. Trudeau is going to enact uh, M104. So you're going to have people jailed for... Well, you're talking about, you're talking about M103, but I, and, I, and that's the Kirk Khalid... Um, motion. Now, you mentioned something that I want to draw attention to as well. And let's do it by listening, you, David, and me, and everybody else, to what you drew attention to. Yes, yes. Uh, C24, uh, it's the bill that, for me, exemplifies the conservatives' approach to politics. Because what they get to say with the Liberal Party's staunch opposition to C24, because we absolutely and thoroughly impose it, is that, and I'll give you the quote, so you guys can jot it down and put it in a attack ad somewhere, that the, the Liberal Party believes that terrorists should get to keep their Canadian citizenship. Because I do. <laughs> and I'm willing to take on anyone who disagrees with that. So, David, there's what you were referencing, Mr. Trudeau saying that a convicted terrorist who's a dual citizen gets to keep his Canadian citizenship or her Canadian citizenship, and he made that the fundamental part of Bill C-6, one of the first things that he did. When the Nazis came back, from uh, they're, they're fighting in Germany, they were either hung or locked up. And it's just beyond, like, human realm that the country is standing idle to that statement. If anything, he should be thrown out of office just for saying that. Thank you, David. I appreciate the call. And Richmond Hill makes me angry, too. It is infuriating. Coming up with $10.5 million for Omar Cotter... Also infuriating. His affection for ISIS killers by, or at least not, having them charged with anything or even investigated, as far as we know. Certainly not charged with anything. If you leave Canada to join a terrorist organization, that's an organization that's a criminal offense. Maybe Justin doesn't know that. 
There's more than a few things he doesn't seem to be too familiar with. But it is, it is very upsetting to hear that, particularly when you have somebody who is communicating with the New York Times podcasters and claiming to be an ISIS killer and having murdered for ISIS. And then uh, living in Toronto, nobody bothers him. And he said to the New York Times podcasters, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not telling the police anything. It's none of their business. Meanwhile, Justin is Justin. Etelka in yes, Hamilton, hi. how are you? Very good. How are you, sir? I'm fine. I think Donald Trump is a much better leader because he's protecting his nation. Um, our prime minister is lean on does ISIS doing some kind of extraordinary to our country. So, it's mean, uh, Donald Trump is a better leader. What is it? What what is it? What is a leader? What is the single most important characteristic of a leader to you? Um, protect a nation, his nation. Protecting that's his nation. Yeah. That's that's my understanding. He's a good leader. Yeah, that's I agree. I agree. Donald uh, Trump protect his nation and our uh, prime minister not protecting us at all. Thank you, Atelka. Appreciate your call. We've spoken with uh, former Lieutenant Colonel Steve Day. He's retired, former commanding officer of Joint Task Force 2, our elite special forces unit, counterterrorism unit. And uh, Colonel Day has told us that politicians sometimes make decisions that are bewildering to uh, the, uh, the, the men and the women of the military. And he referred to, Colonel Day referred to, the ISIS individuals returning to Canada as cockroaches. Said that on the air. Cockroaches. Trudeau says they can be great contributors to Canada. I think I'll vote for Steve Day. Gord is in Calgary. How are you, Gord? I'm doing good, Roy. I'll vote for uh, Mr. Day also. Um, Justin should, one, hire one of these ISIS killers to uh, be a nanny to his kids. No, I, I, get, I get you. To the world. Okay. To prove to the world that, you know, it's okay, you know. Well, I suppose, you know, if he says they're going to yeah. contribute to Canada and they're good people, yeah. I, I, I suppose your point is not entirely invalid. Thank you, Roy. Uh, number two. Here's what we have to do, and, and I'll leave this up to you because you're the pro, I'm not. You need to get this gentleman on your show, Justin, and you need to ask him the number one question that nobody's asked yet, and I'll give this one to you. Justin, the lady came out and said you did something. You admit something did happen in interaction, but you can't, you know, you don't really believe what she said. So the question to her, to him is, what did you do that you're sort of apologizing for and not? What did you like, apologize did for you the do? day after? Yeah. Yeah. Like, what did you apologize? What did you for? do? Did you apologize? Yeah. You got it. The tell us dude. What that is. Dude. The dude is not going to answer questions, Gord, and he won't come within one hundred miles of me. Well, why is this, Roy? Why is this guy allowed? Like, I'll be honest with you. When he brought this up, he said, "Okay, this is. I'm dying on the sword for feminism here." I'm going, fair enough. You're the one that sets the terms and conditions. Yeah, yeah. You've booted people from your caucus. You've called out other people, all sorts of people. But the moment you get called out, and nobody, I can't believe the women's groups aren't losing their marbles over this. Not a peep. So maybe you should get some.
somebody on from there. I've heard some people actually protecting and within his cabinet and without protecting uh, Justin Trudeau. Gord, I appreciate the call, and I, I understand your frustration. I do. It's just as frustrating and as angering to me, particularly when he says, we all have to go and examine our lives. No, you, Justin Trudeau, have to level with us, the rest of Canada. But since you don't believe that we're a nation, we're a post-nation, what was he? I don't even know what he said anymore. Canada's the f- world's first post-nation country or something. It's, it's just, it's babble. It's babble. He has zero extemporary, extemporaneous, no, I can't say it, speaking skills. When he was trying to explain the difference between steel and aluminum tariffs, and that was not funny. He had this silly laugh, and some people sent me emails saying, well, do you think he was drinking? Well, I, I have no idea. We're not friends. I would hope not. But it was awful. It was a terrible performance, and his silly grin was... You know what? I'm going to stop now. Because I don't want to take away from the time uh, speaking with Ordric Kittry. Uh, He's a former United States Department lead attorney for trade sanctions, and he's going to be joining us because the Irish Senate on Wednesday passed legislation designed to criminalize trade in products and services produced in Israeli settlements. So what's that going to mean? Because the biggest companies involved are Apple, Google, Microsoft, and Facebook. So who do they ignore? We'll talk to um, Mr. Kittry when we come back. By the way, it was a shutout Donald Trump over uh, Justin Trudeau. Those are Canadian voters. We'll come right back.